today. The Democrats unveil legislation to pack the Supreme Court with four more justices. And oh, by the way, uh, you know that story when Trump was president about uh, the Russians putting bounties on American troops. Oh, it turns out that was fake news. We've got a lot coming up today and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Today, joined by two of my very good friends. Uh, we've got, of course, America's favorite cowboy and future governor of Texas, Chad Prather, also host of the Chad Prather Show here it's on the It's going to get very volatile today. Is it? Oh, yeah. Anytime Elijah and I are together. Yeah. yeah. So also Elijah Schaefer, host of Slightly Offensive. And when I say Slightly Offensive, I mean like really offensive. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also find that on Blaze TV. He's the shot and I'm the chaser. And so it's like we, we're a bit we're a bit harsh, but at least we like you know we smooth it out at the end. You you got kind of like color coordinating we army. Call it, we talk to each other, Sarah. Army when I woke up in bed this on. morning, I turned over and looked at him, and he said, <laughs> "You want to match today, honey?" And he said, "Yeah." I said, "You know what? From one insurrectionist to another, <laughs> let's find something we can storm." Yeah. Oh boy, uh, you were not kidding. It's going to be an interesting one today. <laughs> All right. So headlines of the day. Democrats in the House and the Senate are planning to introduce legislation to expand the Supreme Court from nine justices to 13. Uh, the plan to pack the court is apparently sponsored in the Senate by Ed Markey of Massachusetts and in the House by Representative Jerry Nadler of New York. Uh, now, this obviously was something that, you know, we kind of talked about as like, hey, you guys, independents, never Trumpers, maybe we shouldn't be like voting for these people who are planning all of these things. But no, no, I won't get into that. I won't get into the details. Uh, and here, let, you know what? I want to get your thoughts on this, but let, let's play Jerry Nadler um, on expanding the Supreme Court because this is uh, let's let him speak for himself. It's his bill. Our predecessors made eminent sense when they rigged when they pegged the size of the Supreme Court to the number of judicial circuits. As our country has grown, so too to the Supreme Court. 13 justices for 13 circuits is a logical progression. And that is another reason why I'm glad to join my colleagues in introducing the Judiciary Act of 2021 to establish the Supreme Court size as 13. Uh, that's a nice number, it matches, it's not a nice number. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a proper number, it matches the number of circuits as it has historically. And it also will enable us to do justice and to rectify the great injustice that was done in packing the court. And t some people will say we're packing the court. We're not packing it. We're unpacking it. Mm. Senator McConnell and the Republicans packed the court over the last couple of years, as Senator uh, uh, Markey outlined. So this is a, a, a reaction to that. Huh. Um, I didn't realize that they made mini podiums that even Jerry Nadler could fit and you could actually see the top of him while he was talking. Look at that mic size, like mic to body ratio. That's pretty intense. <laughs> Look at that mask ratio. Why is he wearing the stupid mask? Yeah. You can't, oh, I'm going to talk about the Supreme Court. You can't understand him. He has his initials on his mask. Did you notice that? This <gasps> is JN. Got an, got an, Gerald Nadler, he is a lipid. Well, he doesn't want to get Let me tell you something. Confused. He is walking cholesterol. <laughs> that guy, I mean, he is what, a lipid. What, what, 
they try to find the weirdest ways to justify everything they say. Yeah. And it is such political BS. 13 is a nice number. It's a, it's a pretty number. It's a very symmetrical number, 13. I feel like I'm, anyway, uh, I mean, how many, how many uh, states are there? You know what? Let's do 50. Let's do, let's, let's add however many, you know, if you've got 13 right. circuits, let's do 13 uh, justices. How, how many electoral votes are? Let's do 497. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It's weird. I mean, they're just finding whatever way they can justify this whole thing. And they're unpacking the court. Yes. No, they're they're leveraging their power again. That's what they're trying to do. And the reason that Mitch McConnell and the rest of them put the justices in that they did is because they were the ones in power. Well, right, and they did the way this works. Add new spots. No, they like, filled you're just empty filling empty spaces. spots. That's it's not like adding packing. a second president because the opposite party won, and you're like, they're totally taken over the nation. You're like, no, yeah. they were voted in. Yeah. And then when you look at this too, not only did Joe Biden the most popular president in the history of America, uh, say that if this would be a power grab move. I think back in 2005, right? He said, he said that if anybody tried to pack the court like this, this was basically a sign and a signal that somebody was trying to consolidate power. And that's what the Democrats are doing. I mean, look at this. You go one mask, two mask, three mask, four. And then they're like nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. I'm just feeling like maybe they're boasting to us and letting us know they actually know how to count. Because by their legislation and policies, we've kind of doubted their intelligence. And so they're like, look, we can count as high as 13. And so they put 13 judges on. <laughs> but actually, when you're, when, but actually what you're thinking about, if they do this, this is, this is why I always get in trouble. To me, that's an act of war, honestly. By, by cooing and coming in and changing the way the justice system works and the way the Constitution will be interpreted for the history of our country no, right no, now. No, no amendment is absolute. No amendment is absolute. <laughs> Remember, that's, what, that's what Joe said the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do the 16th Amendment. I'm done paying taxes. Hey. Which, well, They're by the way, fluid. taxation is theft, just in case yeah. you guys were wondering. We ought to bring so. that up on tax day, right? Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so you bring up Joe Biden, Elijah. Let's listen to Joe Biden uh, back in 1983. Let's listen to a good old plugs Biden who did not have his plugs yet. It's a very different site. Watch. Pre-plug. President Roosevelt <laughs> clearly had the right to send to the United States Senate, the United States Congress, a proposal to pack the court. It was totally within his right to do that. He violated no law. He was legalistically absolutely correct, but it was a bonehead idea. It was a terrible, terrible mistake to make. Hmm. My how the times have changed. By the way, it's really frightening to hear how much he sounds just like Hunter. Can we also just say, just where, like where was his stutter then? You know, exactly. he has a stuttering problem. He seems to be well, amazing. He seems to have a He's actually voice. able to enunciate words. Yeah. He can't do that now. Yeah, it's it, the, the stutter comes back Late later. Stutter? Yeah, yeah, later in Maybe life. Maybe a couple of brain bad. bleeds help that. <laughs> yeah. oh, a couple of falls will kind of pull the tail of his dog. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I blame Champ. <laughs> uh, all right, let's listen to Nancy Pelosi. She was asked today uh, what she thought, whether she would support Jerry Nadler's plan to pack, I'm sorry, unpack the Supreme Court. Here's what she said. I, I support the president's commission to study such a proposal uh, but uh, frankly I, I, i'm not right now our, we're back we, our, our members are committees mask. are working we're building the infra putting together the infrastructure bill and the rest i don't know that that's a good idea or a bad idea i think it's a, an idea that should be considered and i think the president's taking the right approach uh, to um to have a commission to study such a thing, it's a big step. It's not out of the question. It has been done before in the history of our country a long time ago. And the growth of our country 
the size of our country, the growth of our challenges in terms of the economy, et cetera, uh, might necessitate such a thing. Uh, but uh, in answer to your question, I have no plans to bring it to the floor. No. Nancy Pelosi, the ever surprised Nancy Pelosi, always in shock. Her Fix your Paula Dent, swallow the spit, and take the damn mask off. You're 20 feet from she, people. That's, what, that's the, the, my favorite part of that clip when they zoom in, because you realize she is so far from everyone, but she still has the mask on. Look how far she is. She's got to keep adjusting the thing because her face is so pumped full of styrofoam and Botox, she can't have any feeling there anymore. She doesn't even know if she's wearing the thing still. <laughs> Look, to the issue, I'm snarky today. I am, no. I'm so pissed off with politicians right now. Call Jerry just, Nadler a lipid. He's a lipid. Uh, this, uh, you mean like, a, like an actual lipid? Yeah, yeah. He is... <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I did not make a lot of He is a trans hilarious. fat. Uh, this, I mean, this guy is just... Anyway, and she's artificial. So I, this whole concept, again, is back to the political BS. I'm so tired of the political speak. What happened? to the days where people just said, this is wrong, this is right, let's do this. I mean, do we have to keep playing these games? Yes, they will. They will because it's always a soundbite society. It, the cameras are on, the mics are rolling, they have to run their mouth, they have to get their extra time in and do all of this stuff, right? And I'm so tired of politicians playing celebrity. And that's exactly what this is. This is posturing, this is playing, and it affects human lives, specifically American citizens. And this is the kind of stuff that is going to get a lot of people in a lot of trouble and and we will never recognize this country. We will, as long as they're playing these political games and passing these laws, they're playing big government. We will not recognize this country in one generation. Yeah, Elijah, you agree? Yeah, I think my heart is really broken for this country because, you know, I feel like when when you're a kid and you play a game with an older kid, and they take advantage of you because you're young and they change the rules all the time. Like you like, you know, you think you want a card game, you're like Uno, and they're like, actually, I can put a draw four on top of a draw four and multiply it, and now you have to draw 16. And you're like, oh, how am I ever gonna win when the rules keep changing to a point where I'm just the, the perpetual loser. Mm -hmm. And you know, this is where I'm, I'm nervous. This is why I've gotten two episodes pulled off Facebook in like the last week, because, because when I was recording at the Capitol riots, and I saw how angry people were, and this is where I'll agree with the left, people were really pissed. Yeah. And I did hear people that were there talk about wanting to, to cause very, a lot of harm to people in Congress. What I thought Congress's response should have been was like, oh, hey, people are really mad with us. Maybe we're not right. serving the will of the people. Maybe we should rethink what we're doing. And I was hoping that would happen because I don't want to see something like that ever happen again. That was, a, that was heartbreaking to watch. Take it forward four months. Congress is just like, oh, the Capitol riots, that didn't happen. Let's just do a hundred more things to piss people off even more. And this is what I'm scared about. And I'm not stoking violence and I'm not calling for it, but I'm scared for the country because I saw real strong men with military training that were pissed at the government hold a lot of actually restraint that day. And a lot of people didn't do a lot of things they might have thought they wanted to do. And then I watched the government spit in their face and do more of the things that led to that event. And I'm not seeing the anger of the people subside. I'm seeing the, the kettle, the steam is getting tighter packed. And if I could see that happen four months ago and Congress says it hasn't slowed down, I'm afraid for what might happen. Now, Facebook says that's me calling for violence. Hell no. I don't want to see people do anything. I don't like watching Americans attack Americans. Even if, you know, the left says, you know, BLM's justified or whatever. I don't want to justify violence. I'm saying it scares me to watch people do this stuff. Mm -hmm. 
And to watch Congress uh, in the same like 48 hours try to pack the court, ban high capacity magazines, put a resolution to ban the Electoral College, it's like, seriously, are you trying, are you trying to stoke violence? Because that's what they're doing. Yeah, I, well, and it is interesting because they can very easily push people to the brink, push people to the brink. And then when someone makes a bad decision, a wrong choice, then they go, look, see, they're everything that we just told you that they were. See what they just did? And the media will, of course, run cover for them. And that's the way that they will report it. And then the cycle continues. Where does it end? Yeah, these people are beasts is what they are. They've been so fattened with power that it's not that they're tone deaf they're deaf they don't want to hear they've chosen to not hear the will of the american people people on the left people who voted for joe biden they're starting to see they're getting the buyer's remorse right we're three four months into this thing and a lot of them are starting the to see remorse it. within like a week I, it didn't take long because here's a guy who is not for the will of the people and i, I got into a lot of i mean it, look if kamala harris gave a about her job, she would go down to the border. She's the she's the border czar, right? She hasn't been down there. No, but she's going to go to South America, cackle her way all the way down there. Can you imagine sitting next to that on the plane? Uh, the problem, the problem with this thing is the government hates us. They use us. They, but they hate us. Well, and Elijah said that, that they're there to serve us. That's not how they feel. That's not the way they feel We're at all. We're there to serve them. And okay. I got in trouble for saying this on social media the other way. I said they want you weak. They want you dependent. Mm -hmm. And to the degree they can make you, because they don't want you successful. They don't want you uh, individualistic thinking. They don't want you to think critically. They don't want you to question anything. They don't want you to speak out. They don't want you to use the kind of language that says, by God, we're Americans. We're patriots. We're revolutionaries. That blood still flows in us. When we see tyranny, it pisses us off. Mm -hmm. They don't want you talking like that. They want to censor you when you say that. And people say, you can't say that the government hates us. Well, I can say it. Just stop paying your taxes and see what happens. See if they come and pat you on the back and say, oh, that's okay. We love you. You don't have to do that this year. It's all good. No, they hate you and they want you weak and dependent on. And stuff like this is exactly what it's going to do to American citizens. Yeah. All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor Patriot Mobile. So in case you guys have not heard, Patriot Mobile has just expanded their coverage recently. So if you have not yet dumped whatever other carrier you're using, which by the way, they're charging you way too much money and then they're donating that money to left-leaning causes that you are probably working very hard to fight against. Don't do that. Go to Patriot Mobile. They never send a penny to the left. They will never silence you. By the way, they are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. So for those of you who are like, I'm tired of giving my money to big corporations who go and spit in our faces and want to, you know, work in conjunction together to change our voting laws, to side with the leftists. Don't do that, all right? Here is a chance to vote with your dollars. They use the same network as the larger providers, but they're going to charge much, much, much less. Switching is very easy. It's 2021. You can keep your own phone number, get a new one if you want. You can bring your own phone, get a new one if you want. Uh, they also have multi-line discounts where you can save even more. You can go to patriotmobile.com news it is patriotmobile.com slash news. You can get free premiere activation where they set up the phone for you and you get a special gift with the offer code news. It is patriotmobile.com slash news. Uh, I remember, uh, I'm old enough to remember the uh, blockbuster story about Russia's return to the imperial great game in Afghanistan. Uh, and there was the story, do you guys recall, that U.S. intel had said that uh, Russians were putting bounties on American troops. Um, do you, are you guys, do you remember this? Oh, was, yeah. It was a big freaking deal, according to the mainstream media. Oh, listen, 
not only a big deal with mainstream media, everybody on social media who wants to come at you and complain about Donald Trump putting bounties right. or allowing bounties to be put on American soldiers' heads. And they were like using He's that as proof, with you know, proof text on, on how deep he was with Russia and, and how much he hated America. I'm, I mean, I've heard it left and right mm -hmm. over and over again. Was that, was that during the time when he was secretly around non-confirmed unverified sources talking crap on the u.s military at the same time exactly where he was you know really just saying bad yeah. things like soldiers suck you know yeah <laughs> i remember i remember that those are the main the media has been very accurate so right. far on the so Trump administration so accurate in fact <laughs> that they have to constantly use sources that they cannot disclose to anyone well what i'm waiting on is those social media uh titans out there to come back and say yeah, we were wrong. Our argument was completely uh, invalid. We messed up. Yeah. We screwed up. Um, I don't, I think, don't hold your breath when you're waiting for that because you might die. <laughs> you might die is the thing. So uh, the Biden administration just announced that U.S. intelligence only had low to moderate confidence in the story, which in U.S. intel language, that actually means it's like... Un unproven, not true, uh, probably completely made up, which Elijah, as you pointed out, that's it. That's what we keep finding over and over again. There's this huge story that comes out and every I mean, think about it. What, two years? We wasted two years where everyone on MSNBC, Rachel Maddow, went on TV and told everyone how Donald Trump was colluding with the Russians. Two years, everyone's repeated this nonsense, and then the report came out, and then it was like, well, you can't come back and backtrack that because everyone's already said for two years that he colluded with Russia. And I still, to this day, hear people repeat that as a talking point. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. So now here we are again. Uh, all of these stories that came out before the election that shaped people's opinion of Donald Trump's character, who he was as a person, who he was as a president. Now, all of a sudden, it turns out when Donald Trump was calling all these things fake news, it's because it freaking was. It's so frustrating to watch happen. Although, Elijah, I know, as you pointed out, um, Joe Biden is the most popular president. I'm in U.S. history. In I love that guy. So, Me too. He's really popular. Have you ever seen his uh, downvote and like ratio on videos? It's incredible. Did you know Did you know that it's... Impressive, really. Did you know uh, my sources are a little bit better than their sources, but apparently the White House is partially behind the request to remove the dislike button right. from videos because, because they're getting raped because he's so popular, but also people probably have whatever stutter problem he has, so they accidentally are clicking the wrong... Yeah. They're downvoting his stuff, uh, and so they're, they're so they're so immune to criticism that they want to make sure it's impossible to criticize them. I, I like that kind of popularity. I blame the dog. Still blame <laughs> Champ. Uh, you got to think about the dog. Yeah, everything. Well, Champ's, Champ. Champ. <laughs> He's racist. Uh, the okay. So we were talking. We were talking about before the show. You talking about. You always ask me, are you serious about this governor run? I mean, are you serious? Is it a gimmick? Is it a PR stunt? No. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times Chad's like, no, it, I, I'm according serious. To the and state of like, Texas, yeah, but. <laughs> according to the state of Texas, I'm running for governor. Yeah. Uh, it, it's filed. I mean, the scrutiny is on. The TEC is watching, right? Uh, but there's this little thing that exists specifically by people who are even on your supposedly on your own side. It's called a whisper campaign. What they do is they start a little rumor and it, they don't go to the mainstream media. They, do, they just pss, 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 mm -hmm. and it gets told enough times and passed down the line that suddenly it becomes true. Right. That's exactly what this story is. They just start a little whisper campaign against Donald Trump or some guy that they're trying to, uh, you know, discredit him or maybe make you make his character look less than stellar. Uh, or something like that. They, and that's what they're doing. They, they do it with, I've, I've noticed how much they're doing it with me now. It's mm -hmm. insane to watch this thing. 
Uh, that's exactly what this story was. This yeah. is just one of those whisper campaigns that gets out there and you get far enough away from it and you just assume, just like the phone call with the Georgia AG that Trump had where he was supposedly trying to get the election counted in a different way and all of that. And they came back and said, eh, we were wrong about that too. We, we left a lot of that out. Yeah. I, just okay. sweeping under the rug. Well, and I have two questions kind of that go along with this. Number one is how can anyone trust the U.S. intel community at this point? And number two, how can we, like, I don't understand how a person can deny the existence of the deep state. I feel like we need to come up with a new term for the deep state because it sounds so conspiratorial at this point. Everyone's like, okay, Alex Jones. But it's like, well, it's just that all of the stories that I'm looking at just point to exactly that. You oh, can't we're deny- gonna, We're going to call them the chat cops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't well, deny the existence of you know, it. You know, speaking of trans fats, we were talking about Brian Stelter. Uh, <laughs> the man is a up. thumb. Yeah, you brought, you brought it up. So I had, to, I had to make the segue. But, uh, you know, well, the media is busy right now reporting very important things. You know, I, I saw today's story was the controversy of why we haven't seen the leaked photos of Trump getting his vaccine shot. Um, as I don't know where people uh, are thinking that anyone cares. Yeah, on top <laughs> of that, you know, Brian Stelter doing you know hit pieces on Fox News. Like, why have we not seen selfies from Tucker Carlson right. acting like a child and putting a picture up exaggerating the, the way he felt about getting a shot? He says, I mean, they, of course they have a personal choice, but yeah, why, why, haven't, why, they why haven't they released their medical history on, online? <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't know, man. Most of us like to keep some things private because we have dignity, something that your network doesn't. But, uh, but I know when you look at this, the, the networks create intentional misinformation. And I bring this up very, uh, very purposely with the stuff going on with Project Veritas and the leaked videos from CNN executives. They've admitted in their own mouth that they are just propaganda arms of the DNC. They are there running PR campaigns. And unfortunately, because they control institutions and big tech, what we believe to be authoritative sources in our country or what are marketed as that are really just, I would say, propaganda that puts the Nazis in check. I mean, it's really good because they don't even have to tell the truth. They control enough outlets that they can they can circle source. I was going to say another word that I use on my show, but they stay pull they pull on each other's sources. They pull on each other's sources out from the from the from Can't the thing. It's okay. I, 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 I think I've used Schaefer. it on the show before. Okay. So. It's a great circle source. Uh, kids do it in high school, but but watch out. But no, no, I don't know where you went to school. But what I was gonna say is that is that they, they do this and they look at each other and they're like, Well, someone from Huffington Post said it. And it's like, yeah, yeah. but Huffington Post didn't have a source. And so now what happens is what now now Washington Post has the source of, you know, PBS that used Huffington. Washington Post and Washington Post is like, well, what do you mean there's no bounties? Huffington Post said it. That's an authoritative source. And fact checkers on PBS agreed that this happened. And you're like, but the original source, <laughs> there was no substantiation. You made this stuff up. You did it. You made it up and admit it. And then down the line, they're like, oh, actually, one of our editors, it slipped through the cracks that there was actually no source and they just wrote this while they were like high on some like good weed or something like that. <laughs> and they just made this up. No, and this is what happens. But the damage yeah. is done. Yep. And it's intentional. Yep. And this is what it's, it's all about pushing narratives and getting that out to change public perception in the moment. And they know that. And they and here's the problem. And this is why they do it. Because they can. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? Their advertisers don't drop on them. Because we don't play dirty enough. We need to start holding these people accountable. We need to start looking. I'm telling you guys. You need to start calling these advertisers. And this is all about cancel culture. I'm not promoting cancel culture. I'm saying if you're looking at a network 
network that did something that promoted violence that got people killed, you let those advertisers know that their reporting actually led to real world violence and caused a riot or a problem. That's what I'm getting down to with my viewers. Call their advertisers. They do it to us. They got me demonetized everywhere. They get mm -hmm. advertisers off the show. A lot of things that have been said by these people have led to real world violence. And you let those brands know they are sponsoring people who got other people killed. Yeah, I, I mean that's what they do to us. I, I tend to agree uh, with I, Elijah. I'm fighting harder. It's, well, we I mean it's about time we start fighting fire with fire because Republicans are so quick to go. Oh well, we're better than that. Well, we'll take the high road. We can't get down in the mud. Take and them it's down. like we're already in the mud with them. We're just losing. Well, if you're taking the high road, just remember that that higher ground is a good place to wage battle from. So let's do battle. <laughs> when you call it whatever you want to call it, whether it's cancel culture, boycotts or whatever that may be, deplatforming, demonetization, you got to fight back. And, and these people only care about power and money. Mm -hmm. That's where you've got to hit them. Yeah. You got you got to hit them in the bank. You, and, and they're not going to listen until that happens. Yeah. Right. But let's face it, these, even these advertisers, these brands, these products that are out there, these, these product companies that are paying these advertiser dollars, they're so sold out. They're places like China, and, and it's, they gave their soul away to Satan at the crossroads years ago. Yeah, they're coming down on Republicans and in it, America. And as I said with Daniel Horowitz on the show the other day, you're already a racist. You're already a xenophobe. You're, al you're already, pick your label, you're a Nazi. Great. Now go do the damn thing that needs mm -hmm. to be done. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about what they're going to call you. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And who cares about the left? Who cares about it? it the, the, you know what pisses me off is the people who are supposedly on our side that are hindering us from doing the job that needs to get done. I know. You know what, real fast, I know you yeah. gotta go to your, I know you gotta no, go, go to something, but I'm gonna say that if people wanna know, a lot of people have asked me this, why are the corporations all on the side of the Democrats suddenly? And I know people say they, you know, might have said they already did sell out, but why them? Well, it's actually quite simple because if you're not on their side, they're gonna pandemic our country again. And I mean that serious. They're gonna peacefully protest you and pandemic us. They've shown two businesses that they can upend society, cities, states, and the country through poor policy and through fear-mongering, that they control enough in the media that they can wreck this nation. You know how many businesses are permanently hurt and now in debt to the government because they crashed, They, I would say their policies crashed the economies. They, they chose the shutdown. Remember, the virus didn't shut anything down. The virus wasn't walking like, hey, I'm, I'm, I came from China today. What's this? Let me just shut down your cities. You know, I hate small business. They did this and they showed these, these, these corporations how they can move money from the middle class, from small business into major corporations. And they say, you either get on board or get wrecked and uh, you know and that's literally what it is so it's like we saw why the supreme court didn't hear the case on the uh, the the most true and fair election in history they were afraid john roberts was afraid of the threat of the blackmailing of civil unrest and it's serious because you're going i'd rather i'd rather have a, a more popular guy in president than maybe the guy that could have been because I don't want to see a civil war and that's fair and that's what the companies are saying it's going you've seen what they did in this mm -hmm. pandemic mm -hmm. and then how they use the infrastructure bill and the new spending bill to bail out the cities that obeyed them and shut down and they're you know using our taxpayer money to then you know repay them back for being obedient even while the open states just had to do it naturally and keep their, their states open and, and survive we're watching people who want to make money know what happens when you oppose the Democrats and it's not looking good yeah. and I'm just saying that's that's why they're on board yeah all right, we've got uh, more to come. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar, which um, I know I've gotten Elijah hooked on. So yeah, my you're wife welcome. orders and I, I saw a bunch <laughs> of targets to Built Bar, and I was like, and then she just started ordering like. 
too many boxes. That's okay. So that's what happened with my husband too. He's like, opens the door. Oh, another built bar. Uh, delivery at the door. I don't think we have room in the pantry for any more Bilt Bar boxes. Sarah, I stole a few out stop? of your dressing room the other day. <laughs> you did. I'm the Bilt Bar dealer yeah. in the building. Yeah. So. I got to steal them after this. They're yeah. so good. All right. So those of you who are looking for uh, a snack, maybe you are, you know, you're craving sugar, you're craving junk food all the time, but you don't want to eat something unhealthy. Get Bilt Bar in place of that. All right. It's like a protein bar. It's high in protein and fiber, but it's low in calories, low in carbs, like three to five net carbs per bar. So it works with keto diet, it, which is what I typically do if any of you are on keto. Um, and it's just delicious. It's going to satisfy your craving. They come in a ton of different flavors. All are covered in 100% chocolate. Uh, they've got like caramel brownie. They've got mint brownie for those of you who like the mint flavor with the chocolate. Um, they've got cookie dough. They've got it all. All right. You got to go there. Fill up, uh, fill up your pantry like I do and like Elijah's wife do. Elijah's wife yeah. does. So that's a dessert. Be honest. They are, it, it, it's, it's weird that they're healthy because they yes, just don't taste They don't healthy. taste like they are. And that's what's hard is you eat them like candy, but then you're actually helping your body. So you are, I like but I, I feel like probably at some point, like you probably shouldn't eat 10 a day. Because no, sometimes I'll eat like three a day and I'm like, I don't know if I should be eating three of these a day. <laughs> but I, I, it's I better than like eating right snickers. after the gym usually or something yeah. and it's kind of nice. So yeah, I yeah. like it. They're really delicious. You got to go to builtbar.com. Use promo code NEWS15 for 15% off. It is B-U-I-L-T bar.com. Promo code NEWS15. So uh, we were talking earlier about, you know, the Democrats just kind of continue to move this Overton window, just move it. And, uh, you know, talking about packing the Supreme Court, Elijah, you brought up uh, the resolution to eliminate the Electoral College. You know, they keep just kind of changing uh, the messaging and we're constantly playing defense instead of playing offense. Uh, Well, the Biden administration is set to temporarily lift a Trump administration policy requiring uh, women seeking the abortion pill. Um, to be administered in in person. So now they're allowing the pills to be uh, dispersed by mail because of the pandemic. So the pandemic is the excuse for everything. Everything. And now um, you can get abortion pill by mail. This is not plan B. This is the one that aesthetically melts your child. This is, uh, I don't know how you say it, mifepristone? Mifepristone. Let, let me see your notes. That's good. But enough. it's uh, it's RU four eighty six. It that is the that's the abortion pill. That's not. Wow, this is really heavy. B. Yeah. So now it, they can make it even easier because you know there's a pandemic. Wow. Which, by the way, I mean that's coming. What uh, a year into everything. So I like I, everything's getting better. Really, guys. It's amazing. Not, you, you're it's not a reason you, you to want to wear your mask, social distance, right. and take care of each other because together, you know, we're, we're we're taking care of each other. But you can kill your baby. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I just feel like we're just we're just you know, shifting this aesthetically over to the melt. I mean, like, and I don't, I'm not t- making that that a joke. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like, when you can melt your baby in essentially in acid, and and then and then discharge your baby like it's just like a period, and you and you're just you know going through your monthly cycle. Like it's like this is a very serious thing, and it's like it is a, it is a weird thing you bring up that when we're all talking about protecting each other. I mean, I, re- I read a tweet. Oh. Gosh, I really lose hope in humanity on Twitter. I, I it's like this person was like, I got my you know second shot, and I, I I'm still wearing a mask so I can be a model citizen and to people. And you have this is our society, right? Another tweet I just read today have said that they just got their their shots and then they waited two weeks and now they just hugged the family for the first time in over a year. And I read this and I'm thinking, 
We're going to this level so you don't get a cold. And we're, we're here. But it's like at the same time, yeah, you, you just would just take a life growing inside of you and be like, oh yeah, well that's just some trash and I just got to get rid of that. And like, also I got to make it more convenient because God, God forbid I actually have to go see like, do go to like a professional place to kill my baby. It's like, it's become just like a, like a joke. It's just like, ah, kill my baby next. Well, it's, I mean, it's not even that, which obviously that is everything you're saying is completely true, but you know, you're looking at, you're actually making, putting women more at risk. If you're not, they're not going to a doctor. They're not under a doctor's care. These pills are not without their risks, right? So you have the risks when you take it, who you, where are you, who are you going to go see? You're not under a doctor's care. You've just gotten the, the, the pills delivered by mail from God knows where. All and you have no doctor <laughs> who's treating you. Again, with the COVID thing, it's all about the religion of safetyism, right? Your right. mask is the talisman. Your six-foot distancing is your religious practice. It's cult. Which, by the way, uh, the abortion was a, an essential service that was right. remained so open. Everything they've done uh, is about saving lives, right? Yeah. But they'll put all manner of crap and poison in their body, as we've seen with the Johnson & Johnson thing and various other cases. Now with these pills that are here, you don't know the long-term effects of any of this stuff. You're not going to do it under a doctor's care. They're going to send it to you by mail. They are making it easier and easier for us to be a debaucherous, selfish culture with no accountability and, and no consequences to what we choose to do. Mm. Nothing. Uh, look, we have Joe Biden in office because they needed mail-in ballots. They had to create a scenario whereby voter fraud could be very realistic. And so what do they do? They launched this pandemic. They created this, as you said, this this ultimate fear of a cold that has a 99% recovery rate. Mm -hmm. And they had to do that because they needed a Zoom call world for a Zoom call president. They needed mail-in ballots. They needed a way to manipulate this thing. You can't, I won't go there, but th this is this is the problem. And what we've done is we've rolled over and taken it well yes and then now you see the messaging from georgia now that they passed the new uh bill the voting uh laws have been changed and they're like well look they're suppressing their vote because they're taking away all of these new mail-in measures it's like no these were measures that they brought in specifically because of the pandemic and now the messaging is well they're rolling back voting rights so i can't imagine mm -hmm. what uh what the messaging is going to be now now that they're temporarily lifting this uh, this Trump administration policy, certainly they're going to what make it make it illegal again. I mean, I, I can't imagine that they're going to roll this back. Yeah, they're going to roll it, it back. They're citing the pandemic. Right. They're citing the pandemic I mean, to 15, move the window. 15 and now days to flatten the curve. Right? right. And that's 15 months ago. So you think they're going to roll this back? Of course, they're not going to roll it back. They look for every way they can to sacrifice their children on the altar of debauchery. And that's exactly what the left does. And I, I look, I don't say that condemning anybody who's had a procedure called abortion. As tragic as it is, you went through a tragedy. Uh, and, and I'm not judging you, but I am telling you that when we are seeking ways, seeking ways to treat our unborn children as an inconvenience and to get rid of them by renaming it as a fetus or protoplasmic blob or something of that nature. And we make it so easy that you can acidically melt your child in your womb with a pill that you got in the mail. I'm telling you, it's nothing short of demonic. And that's what the world's been turned over to. Yeah. Last word, Elijah. You look very, you look very uh, like I'm disturbed. Uh, distressed by this. Yeah. I'm disturbed by this because a couple of years ago, I made a video that NARAL, the, uh, the abortion lobby group from Satan himself, um, 
used to label me like an anti-choice extremist uh, on some dumb commercial they made. And a woman, a young woman, took these pills to take care of her pregnancy, as they called it, because her boyfriend wanted her to, and she wanted to keep her baby. And I remember interviewing her. It's her first time. She's not a famous person. She doesn't have a book. There's no PR. It's just a, a, a woman who was crying. She had to go to therapy, and she was in a class where she had. She, she even had to go as far as to find healing to give her baby a name and to have a funeral for her baby. She was so damaged wow. and had so many health problems. And to think that that's now just accessible in the mail to women around the country, it's like, I would say I'll be damned, but that looks like where our country's headed. Mm. All right, uh, we got to take a quick break. Back in a minute. You know... So, I know you guys will be very surprised to hear that the uh, confidence, the Americans' confidence in the COVID vaccine has dropped just a little bit since Johnson & Johnson uh, has paused, and they're just pausing their uh, campaign for their vaccine. So before the FDA and CDC announcement, uh, a majority of Americans, 52%, said they believed the vaccine was safe, and only 26% called it unsafe. Uh, the numbers shifted dramatically after the FDA's pause uh, a plurality, 39%, said that they consider the vaccine unsafe. So that is a 13-point jump. Repeat that stat, the last one. I just want to hear that again. A plurality, 39% said that they considered the vaccine unsafe. Awesome. We're doing good yes. in the country. Yes. And the people who... <laughs> who <laughs> I just want to make sure I heard that number right. Who, well, the, and the people who said the vaccine was safe dropped 15 points to 37%. So, um, yeah, that's great. We've got confidence in the government. We've got confidence in vaccines. We are doing... Stellar. And by the way, I would like to say something to uh, whoever it was who gave us a podcast review and said, um, you know, you just talk a little too much about the vaccine um, because, you know, it, they're not like inserting 5G in us. Nobody on this show has ever accused anyone of doing anything like that. But when the FDA and CDC are pulling a freaking vaccine over what they say is six blood clot problems, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say there's more than just the freaking six. And there's two vaccines now that we're questioning. Mm-hmm. There's two. And you know what? I think Steven Crowder said something that made me very happy because he goes, it's weird how just like three days ago you could get deplatformed from every social media website for saying what they're now admitting about yes. the vaccines. Yes. Like, if we que- we've been, none of us here question the efficacy of a vaccine in general, but everything you inject in your body, you should look into. Yes. And I'm, I'm on the route too. It where is a medical procedure. I know there's people that are like fully anti-vax. My wife's more there. I'm more like the idea that some vaccines are good and some are poorly developed. Like I, I, I am like, I never got the HPV vaccine. It's a risk assessment with everything. Yeah. It's like, I, I, like a lot of cervical cancer is linked mm-hmm. to the HPV vaccine. And you can say that. And we have side effects, which is why you just be careful with you, what right. you put into your body, right. right? But the way that they pushed this, and even the journalist today was like, I got euphoria. It was the best feeling that I ever had. And it's like, bro, you clearly haven't been with a woman in at least a year, like <laughs> at least, because they, what are you saying? I mean, the way that they've, they've made this a moral and a religious experience has always worried me rather than saying, here's the medical outcome and here's how it'll benefit you. It's always been like, do it to be a good citizen. Right. And whenever the government says you should do something to be a good citizen, they probably don't have your best interest in mind. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm not I'm not Alex Jones over here saying like it, it's turning the frogs gay or I whatever. Am. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not saying that, but the like I don't think it's not it's not a conspiracy <laughs> theory to say, hey guys, maybe you should just remember that this is for emergency authorization only. It is not even approved by the FDA, which by the way, FDA approval really isn't the end all be all anyway because uh, there is a list of medications, vaccines, what have you, that cannot be used anymore. You know why? Because they previously were deemed safe and then they decided that they weren't. I trust Gerald Nadler's <laughs> adult diapers to hold his fatty layered loose stools more than I trust this vaccine. <laughs> that was a that was a poem. Wow, that was that was a haiku. And I <laughs> promise you that guy's incontinence is legendary. <laughs> He's got a leaky valve. I mean, Swalwell's trying to catch up with that cat. He's got a mask covering all his holes. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a half-face safe space on his, and then he's wearing a diaper, too. Look at the guy. Oh, my gosh. I can't. His diaper's on a myth. His diaper's on a myth. I'll tell you that. Expand the court. Expel your belt line. I'm not as creative as this, but you know, but I I appreciate it still. Yeah. I can appreciate the creativity. I okay. So Elijah, you said like, oh great, I we're we're doing great, America. When I read you these statistics, why? Because when you hear the stupidity out of commentators' mouths, even right wing commentators like Ben Shapiro, be like, get your part, get your vaccine, and just get it now. You know, buy cash for gold, ten dollars a month. Ben, B E N. You're like, no, sir. This is not a lighthearted thing respect a lot of your work but do not tell your audience to do not tell your audience to experiment take something experimental uh, my background's in science and, and you know science is not like what people say today like it's fact science is truth like uh, neil degrassi tyson it is truth it's fact it's like no science is a discipline it's an approach yes. it's an approach to discovery yes. and then very often the reason why you have to have that approach is because you get a lot of things wrong and you're trying to discover what what is the correct and the incorrect solution by changing variables we now have a science experiment that you're the variable yes. and it has not been widely tested you're the test experiment i opt out of being mm-hmm. a guinea pig mm-hmm. always when they're like we'll give you 500 dollars to test this new makeup that you know has only burned 10 percent of the people you're like no i don't want i don't want to be a part of your of your experiments thank you very much and people out there are going take me i'll be the martyr and it's mm-hmm. like dude i'm not against some sort of a vaccine existing, but don't be stupid. And when Ben Shapiro said to everyone, well, yeah, you know, vaccines are good, he let what a lot of people did, he let his own fears, his own perceptions about vaccines, something tragic apparently happened with his family, so he's become very pro-vaccine. And a lot of people promoting this vaccine promoted it out of out of either fear, out of personal experiences, or out of emotion, or just propaganda. And those were all false. You should tell people, hey, this is an experimental thing going in your arm, tread with caution. <laughs> And just don't take this lightly because we don't know what's going to happen. That should have been everybody's. Yeah. That should have been everybody from the beginning. Well, and by the way, I mean, if you want to be uh, consistent, it, uh, same thing with masks. If you choose to do it, great. That's great. But I don't want, like, it's none of your business whether I choose to wear a mask. It's none of your business whether I choose to get the vaccine. None of that is anyone else's business. The same thing kind of applies. It's like, if you want to be pro-vaccine, great. I don't have a problem with it. Just don't say that the government should mandate for everyone to do it. That's where the problem lies. All right, we got to take a break. Be right back.
right, don't forget to uh, go wherever you listen to your audio podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. Obviously, give it five stars. Um, there, like, There's some glitch where you, if, even if you try to give it less, you can't. So you might as well just do the five stars. We've got some reviews today from uh, Tom, I don't know, Tom, Tom made Hamor. I don't know what that is. This show is always informative with a side of entertainment. I'm not a Texan, but I love it when the next governor of Texas is on. Mr. Chad Prather. Mr. Prather2022.com. He's the missus in our relationship. <laughs> when we're circle sourcing. <laughs> yeah, we're circle sourcing each other. How often do you guys circle source each other? I'm just wondering. Twice a week. Twice a week. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of sourcing. On the days when we both shower. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we've got one from uh, Phenom JWL. Greetings from a three-month-long subscriber of Blaze TV. Been watching, listening since I've started. Great content. Sarah, why are you holding out on the Built Bars? Great show, guys. Love the show and the Blaze. I'm not holding out on the Built Bars. I don't know if you have been listening, but I'm literally the Built Bar dealer in the building. Everyone comes to my dressing room for Built Bars. Guys, am I making this up? Right. Wow, steal, thanks guys. Thank you. Thank you guys. Am I making this up? I steal from other hosts. Over here. Theft. Neither of them are paying attention. I steal from other hosts. I do. <laughs> I just want them to change this graphic right here. I know. I, I want to like be on baby. this graphic. Oh, you do. You, you I, know what? Are you on the show every week? I got I'm something. Than to, back. I got something to tell you. Oh, but yeah. not on air. Okay. Okay. So, but by the way, if you want to subscribe to Blaze TV, you can go to blazetv.com. Use promo code NEWS and you will save at $10 at blazetv.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.